2: You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ.
3: Uh, from the text line, he did not say badonka donk. So we just got through watching Brian Busby's five o'clock weather forecast, and he did not say badonka donk. Oh. Nope, he didn't.
2: Uh, he did not. I had to run to the restroom. Did you hear what he did say? I recorded it. Okay, because some of our listeners had a guess. Busby said he was going to use a word that you and I seem to be using a lot lately. See, see if you can figure it out. Okay. A lot of clouds on the
3: Missouri side also going to
4: Illinois, but see this? This little nook of cloudiness that is starting to lift. Right in there is clear. Cloudiness that is starting to lift.
2: A little nook of there is cloudiness. cloudiness. Hang, on, hang on. Also going to Illinois, but see this? This
3: little nook of cloudiness.
2: Uh huh. Nook. <laughs> All right. We see you, Brian, and we will raise
3: you a new word next week. Yes, we will. We see your nook. Hang on, I'm going to write him right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, he wrote is, Did you catch it? Um, call in, sir.
2: No, he's on the air. I don't want to get him in trouble. They'll shut it down. Oh,
3: that, you're right. You're right. You're right. 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 Um, yes, we did. Uh, very crafty.
2: Very crafty. Very good use of the word nook. Very crafty. You know, I feel like that is a word that went away. We don't use kitchen nook. No, no one no, uses don't. that you don't, word anymore.
3: You don't, you don't use it enough.
2: Because you know what the kitchen is now? The entire central room of everyone's home. Hasn't it always been that? Not when it used to be chopped up. You know, the little galley kitchens, like my very first kitchen in Prairie Village was like two and a half feet by eight feet. Now they blow a wall out and the kitchen slash entertainment area is all one big room.
3: I'm going to be honest, I never thought about it. Yeah. I, I guess we all do kind of just gather in the kitchen. Oh, yeah.
2: Fine. Right, okay. No more formal living room. If you wanted to come over to my house and have a formal sit-down meal with, like, fancy dishes, and like, I wouldn't be able to do it.
3: What was the last time you ate in your dining room?
2: At the intersection of never and not happening, we we have a dining room. It's a worthless room. We, uh, thank you. I love.
3: I can't believe we're having this conversation.
2: The dining room is now the office. Okay, we could have a formal dining room. You don't even you don't even have a
3: dining room table. And my
2: formal old living room is now my gigantic closet because we use that space.
3: So when I lived in Roland Park,
2: Mm -hmm. okay,
3: right down the street for eleven years. The house was so small, it didn't have a formal dining
2: room. No. Kitchen, living room, bathroom, that's it.
3: Yeah. Three three bedrooms, one bathroom, one car garage. It was a super small house. I get it. All I ever wanted was a house with a dining room. Why? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It is the biggest <clears throat> waste of space in your entire house. So I ended up buying a house in Western Shawnee that has a beautiful dining You've been to my house. Yeah, beautiful.
2: Beautiful dining room. Got a little armoire there for I your- do. Do I a have an hutch
3: A little hutch? Yes. I have a hutch where I put my china.
2: <laughs> it is the but, but, biggest but, waste d-
3: of space almost in every <clears throat> single home. But, but Dana, I bought that house in April of 2021. Yeah. Okay. So I've been in that house for two and a half years. Hmm? So do the math on that. Yep. 700, it's almost a 1,000 days. Okay.
2: How many times have <clears throat> you? had a sit-down formal meal in your dining room once <laughs> one time and what was that for was there a problem in the kitchen no
3: okay no it was just we don't ever use the dining room right let's eat in the dining room tonight yeah and it was three of us um we didn't even have the whole family it wasn't like a Thanksgiving dinner no. it was just a, a random Wednesday night and we had dinner in the in the in the dining room and we never went back. Right. And you know, the only time I ever go in that room is to vacuum it. Right.
2: <laughs> no, I know. That's why, if you're building a house today, pretty sure they don't even include a formal dining room in the building plans. No one uses it. Why? You just have the ba- because we don't live like that anymore, Scott. Why shouldn't we? No, you don't want to? No. You know what? If I had more than 12 people over in my house at one time dressed in nice clothes, do you know what that would be for? My death. Yes, my death.
3: But what I'm saying, but Dana, what I'm saying is we just had three of us in the dining room in shorts, t shirts. It wasn't a dressed up affair. It was
2: just, we're going to eat in the dining room right, tonight. because we can. But 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 the kitchens now have these little side areas with a table. That's where you eat, or you eat at the island. We eat at the island, watching ESPN like a real family.
3: What are those called, those little areas in the kitchen? I believe they
2: call it a nook.
3: I believe they do. <laughs> call it a nook.
2: I just think, you know, habits change, um, family dynamics change. You know, I, I think there are people listening that still do the formal at six thirty. Everybody better be down here well, with a napkin in their lap. And I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying that's not us. But but that's what I want. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Why?
3: why because do, why you do think I not want in that?
2: your mind, in order to have some Norman Rockwell family experience, but that's what I want. You have to have a dining room with mahogany furniture and a uh, curio cabinet that's not worth fifty bucks if you tried to sell it at a garage sale. Stuff with plates that you never use. You think that's what life is supposed to be like, but it's not. But that's what I want life to be like. No, it's not. You want in your mind to think that you are the person back in the 1960s that sits down and does that. But you don't really want that. You know why? Because you'd use it every single day if you did. It's literally 20 feet from your kitchen. Turn it into an office. You're welcome. No. No.
3: Oh, my God, I love my office. I I will never turn the dining room into an office. Why? Because you are against using space? No, because I have an office right off from the kitchen. Oh.
2: Hmm. There's nothing else you could do with that space that would make it useful?
3: Here's what I could do, and uh, it is 5.14 at night. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm going to do at 6.30 at night. I'm eating in that dining room tonight. (laughs) Don't laugh at me.
2: By yourself? Maybe. (laughs) I'm not laughing at you. I'm just saying we don't live like that anymore, Scott. And I'm not saying it's good, bad, or otherwise. I'm just saying we don't need the formal space where I will be at the head of the table. (laughs) I will carve that roasted duck. Pass me the prayer book. (laughs) I I will read from the prayer book. It's just I'm not saying it's good, bad, or otherwise. I'm just saying we don't, like, we don't, live like that but, anymore. But you
3: said we don't live like that anymore. Yeah. When did we, you and I, ever
2: live like that? I never have. That's my point. I was never a dining room kind of gal. So
3: I want to be a
2: dining room kind of guy. You want in your head to have the idea in your head that you're that guy. You don't actually want to be that guy. There's an enormous difference. I remember my son saying once, when my daughter was very young and just very young.
3: This just got weird. My
2: daughter made the comment she wanted a Jeep. Okay? Okay. And my son said one of the most brilliant things that ever come out of his mouth. She doesn't want a Jeep. She wants to be that girl that drives the Jeep. Mm. And I go, oh, wow, that is prophetic for like a 17-year-old kid Actually, to say that. it's profound. Yes. Ve- it's profound and prophetic. Yeah. You don't want to have a dining room. You want I to love the be idea. the guy in your head that you think is the guy that sits down and eats in the dining room.
3: And why do I want that? And yet I don't have it. I don't what, know. What, So what am I missing?
2: I mean... Am there, I trying to be my dad? Maybe. I think there are a lot of things back from that era that that we romanticize that era. Unless you're a woman and you weren't making any money and you were being sexually harassed at work, or unless you were black. You know, we romanticize the 60s, and you've said this before. You know, unless you were on the wrong side of of fire hose trying yep. to eat lunch at a counter. I don't have any nostalgia for that era at all. But I have, I thank <clears throat> God I did not grow up in the sixties and seventies, like as a young professional working woman.
3: Right. And, and, and I've to, to the point that you were just making, I I've always had an argument with people who say, I, I want America to get back to what it used to be. Well, what did it used to be right where black people couldn't, drink out of the certain water fountain, or they had to sit and, right. uh, you know.
2: They'll say, well, I don't mean that. And then and then if you dig deeper, yeah. okay, well, well what, what do what, what am, do you mean? What
3: America mean? are you talking right. about? <laughs> right. Because.
2: Back when women were in the kitchen. You know, right. that's re- actually so, what some of them
3: mean. But having said all of that, th- there is a part of me that wants to go home tonight at 6 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. And I want, damn it, Dana, I want to have dinner in a dining room. And I know that this sounds like a joke to you. It's not. I'm being deadly serious. I want this nostalgic life that I'm not even convinced even really existed. But
2: eating in a space that is 25 feet away from the space where you normally eat does not bring back the nostalgia you're looking for.
3: You're right. You're right. And I'm 52 years old. What am I running after? Give me a break, Scott. It's over.
2: I can bring home the bacon. Fry it up in a pan. Never, ever forget you're, you're a, a man. Because I'm a woman.
3: Ashley. <laughs>
2: you want to go back to those days? Because I sure as hell don't.
3: 586 damned if there wasn't some 1979 remissing going on in this room.
5: <laughs> I can put the wash on the fly, feed the
0: kids, get dressed, raise out the kisses, and get to work by five and nine. Cause I'm a woman. <laughs> Give her,
4: Augeley, the eight-hour perfume for the 24-hour woman. I can br- okay. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> The 8-hour perfume yeah. for the 24-hour woman.
5: Home the fry mm-hmm. it up in a pan, mm-hmm. and never, never, never let you forget you're a
4: man, I'm a woman. Marjoli, the 8-hour perfume for your 24-hour...
1: What?
4: <laughs> okay.
2: Quote: The whole idea was that you can go out and be successful, ladies, but don't you forget to make your man happy. That's yeah, the maybe. most important thing. <laughs> That's
3: exactly right. <laughs>
2: the eight-hour perfume for the twenty-four-hour so, so, <laughs> woman. <laughs> God. Do, do you no hear, wonder women were burning their bras in the streets? Do you literally hear the
3: sex offender who is doing the voiceover? Oh yeah. Work? I'm a
1: woman,
3: Give her Ajolie. The
2: uh, here's a 1970s ad for Silva Thin Cigarettes, okay? Cigarettes are like women. The best are thin and rich. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they weren't even trying to hide the overt sexism back then. I can bring home the
5: bacon. Right mm-hmm. up in a And never. never.
4: Do you
2: remember her holding up the frying pan as if, you know, it was the greatest thing she'd ever held in her entire life? She's in a bathrobe. Here's
3: how we're... (laughs) And I say this as a man, all right? Yeah. But also the father of two young women. Yes. This commercial was produced in 1979. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the commercial. For this eight-hour perfume for the 24-hour woman, Dana. Please. Yes. I want you to note the way... So the woman who's featured in the commercial, uh, I can bring home the bacon yeah. fried up in a pan. I'm watching it right now. This is how she walks off the screen at the end. Now, look. There's three of her. Yeah. There's one of her in a business suit. Yep. There's one of her in a bathrobe. Yep. And there's one of her in lingerie. <laughs> Yep, I'm looking right at it. So here is your duty, women. Go to work. Maybe make 60 cents on the dollar. I don't know if we're going to have time.
2: Okay? But when you get home,
3: fry up the bacon for me if you don't mind. (laughs) Yes, please. Do you want me to clip that? I do.
2: And then please, if you would,
3: reapply your Augele. Because that eight-hour perfume has clearly expired. Right, clearly. So we need you to do a little Mm touch-up. Get in the shower. Yes. Because you need to be in your bathrobe when I come home. Mm -hmm.
2: I need you to be fresh, (laughs) and I need you to be clean. Yeah, baby soft, aisle three. So when you say you're nostalgic, your mind goes one direction, and my (laughs) mind goes right to this ad. Clearly. And then at the end of the night,
3: I need you to be in lingerie so you can service me. (laughs) Right. And then she just like spins on one foot and walks out of frame. You're never tired. You haven't been at work for eight or nine hours. You didn't just cook me dinner and take a shower and then get into your lingerie to please me.
2: Now, we did start out talking about a dining room table. I don't know how this And my mind went straight to that ad. But what does it say to you that I am 49 years old and I can still sing every word to that song? I so clearly remember that woman holding up that frying pan. Mm -hmm. And I would have been what, Scott, six years old?
3: One of the most iconic commercials of all time.
2: Seven years Mm -hmm. old? I still remember that blonde woman and I still remember that stupid jingle.
3: And yet, amazingly, this is a commercial that if we really think about it, was intended to be about women's empowerment. Yeah. Be everything to everybody. But really, if you look back on it, 43 years <laughs> really later, bad. 44 years later. Because she does have a
2: briefcase in one of the clips of that ad. No. They don't at, look. look at her there.
3: At the very end yeah. of this commercial, Professional she's, woman? she's wearing her, yeah. her work suit. Yeah. And she's got a briefcase before she puts on her bathrobe and then her lingerie. Yes. But this commercial was supposed to be about women's empowerment. And yet, 44 years later, we look back on it as a complete mockery of what women are. Am I wrong? You are not. Okay. Carla. Hi, Carla.
5: Hi, Carla. Hello. I'm laughing because I, too, sang along with that song and (laughs) uh, did the dance. But uh, I'm actually calling in defense of the dining table because while we may not use it Monday through Friday. One of my favorite things is having family over for family dinners. Yeah. And we're even trying to institute second Sundays where everybody has it on their calendar that they come home for that. We're empty nesters now, but having everybody around the table, there's no better way to celebrate each other and, and just reconnect and not have the TV on and no phones and any of that. So yeah, I I, Carla, I am with you,
3: Carla. I don't know where that started. I don't know if that's a uh, something that's been going on for years or uh, something that blue bloods kind of started. I don't know if you're familiar with the show on CBS where uh, Tom Selleck and they get together every Sunday night. I love
2: the second Sunday's idea. I love it, Carla.
3: But but we it, do we do that at my mom's. We we get together on Sunday afternoon for dinner.
5: Yeah, it's it's. There's usually not a whole lot going on on Sunday night, and this actually started when my kids were little. We lived across the street from some really good friends, and Sundays was the time where we would all get together and one family would cook and the other would come over. And, you know, we continued that. Those kids are now older with families of their own, and we still do family dinners with them. So don't give up on it, Scott.
3: Carla, I hope you have a wonderful night. Thank you so much for the call. You bet. You too. All right. Be well. Uh, He is Quentin. She is Dana. My name is Scott. Don't forget to go to the uh, kmbz.com. We are doing Coats for Kids 2023. You can make your donation. Just click on uh, the little icon for Coats for Kids. That'll take you to a safe and secure website where you can make your donation, or you can just text in the word KMBZ Coats. One word, KMBZ Coats, to 44321. And a huge thanks to our continuing partners in this uh, pinnacle bank of Kansas City with Coats for Kids 2023.
6: Now, the Daily Post from the Johnson County, Kansas Community and Police Scanner Group
3: on Dana and Parks. 911, what is your emergency?
2: We have suspicious activity near K7 in Johnson Drive. Caller says a male and female have a short rope. There's a hot dog on the rope. Subject tied it on caller's door. Update. We have a second caller in a nearby location. Says a male and female subject tied a hot dog to their door. Caller also has camera footage of event.
3: <laughs>
2: what? Um, A subject twice. Tied a hot dog to a door. That is how I read that, Scott. Okay. Yes.
3: Nine one one, what is your emergency?
2: Uh, we have a pending disturbance, sir, near seventy-fifth and antioch. Original caller is upset because the neighbor is blowing leaves in her yard. Oh
5: my
3: god. Now
2: the original caller's husband is calling in, yep. says this is an ongoing issue, and the neighbor is threatening the original caller. It
3: is a travesty. This is not okay. Blowing leaves into my yard.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Can I ask a question?
2: Yes, please. Are
3: there people... Because trees often are right on the boundary of one's property.
2: Leaves fall out of trees all the time.
3: It's an imperfect world. If one's neighbor's leaves were to fall from their tree into your yard,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: do you get upset about that?
2: No, Scott, I, I do not get upset about that.
3: Because I have a neighbor to my north,
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, Ryan and Abby, I love them to death. They're wonderful people, but they have a Bradford pear in their front yard. Mm-hmm. That Bradford pear. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. But in the fall, its leaves drop.
2: Have you knocked on their door and said, please remove your Bradford pear leaves from my yard? I have
3: not. In fact, what I do, Dana, is I will rake their leaves and I will put them in my bag mm-hmm. and I will put my bag at my curb on a
2: Thursday morning. Okay. Oh. I, I'm going to be honest. There are two types of homeowners.
3: Oh, this is about to get saucy.
2: There's I the, can just see
3: it by okay, the look on your face. There,
2: there's the homeowner that right out of the gate, when those leaves start to fall, they are out there a-raking and a-raking and a-raking. And I drive by and I shake my head and I go, I don't know what you're doing that for because there's about 20 million more of those suckers about to fall. We have 100-year-old oak trees. oak trees up and down our neighborhood. Okay, It takes a long time for all of those leaves actually, to fall. Actually,
3: oak trees don't actually lose their leaves until January. It is
2: very, very late in the season. Mm-hmm. So as a courtesy, I have said to my dear friends next door, Jeff and Erica, who I love, I have said to them, hey, I am not a right-out-of-the-gate leaf raker Mm-mm. because it is a fool's- errand with our trees, and they have the same two enormous oak trees, just like I do in my yard. I said, I just want to let you know, if you are early rakers, I don't want to look like I'm being inconsiderate, because my leaves are blowing in your yard. I've just lived here for 22 years, and it's going to be a long time before we're ready to rake. And we are on the same leaf raking page, if you will, when it comes to the chore of leaf raking. Because
0: (sighs) there's
1: and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
6: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time.
2: has no leaves in their yard, mm-hmm. but you know freshly, you still got to freshly yeah, raked. You know you got another four weeks before those leaves are down. Right. It's like making and, your bed. It makes no sense to me. What? I just I don't do that either. To crawl right back in it. So I said to them right when they moved in. I just want to let you know. I'm not an early leaf raker. I'm not a multiple raker. If I rake, are, raked are my,
3: you a once a season
2: raker? Twice a season. You're a twice a yep, season. We do raker. It twice a season, but okay. I ain't starting now. I mean, it's gonna be. Pff, It'll be well into December before I rake.
3: Can I ask you a question? I, I want you to be honest.
2: Yeah. Are you even a raker? No. Okay. So you're lying. The kids from time to time will rake, and I will go out and we'll put some music on and rake. It's it's not my favorite thing to do. So you're not a raker? yeah. But you, I, I will, at once it's time for everyone to rake, I will rake, because I don't want to be that neighbor where now they've raked and now you feel like, but, but, oh, my gosh, but, but, I'm going to ruin their yard okay, if I don't. Okay,
3: but let me ask you another question. I'm a I guilt wa- raker. Okay, let me ask you another question. I want you to be honest. Yep. If, say, December 10th, mm-hmm. okay, let's just throw out an arbitrary date. Sure. December 10th, the winds in Kansas City are, I don't know, 30 miles per hour? Sure. Are you one... Who would rake your leaves near the curb and expect the 30 mile per hour winds to take them down the street? Never.
2: And not bag them? Never. I would never do that. You would not? No, because we all know the one person who does that and you're like, really? That's me. Please don't do that. Well, you used to live in a neighborhood where the trucks come by and suck them up. You don't now. No, I don't. Do you really just rake them to the, just let the wind take them? So here's the way I do it. It's like a 911 call to me
3: So Sandra Olivas lives about two blocks to the north One of my best friends Mm -hmm. Sandra Olivas may or may not Bag Scott's leaves every year Oh
5: my gosh
2: Scott! (laughs) Just hire one of the neighborhood kids to do it That's, That's what I do No you don't Yes I most certainly do Who do you hire? If it gets to the point that it needs to be done and my neighbors are starting to do it.
3: I just rake my leaves to the curb.
2: That and is. And I wait
3: for 35 mile oh per hour Oh my wins, gosh,
2: that is wholly unacceptable.
3: And then I wait for Sandra Olivas and her husband to no! rake my leaves.
2: No, that is. I can't believe you're admitting this. You can't do that. That is a terrible neighbor thing to do. What do I care? They're your neighbors. Not really. They're two blocks away. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you just admitted that. No, I would never. Now, do I wait until the very last minute and then begrudgingly hire someone to do it? That's Dana. See, I don't believe you. Yeah, I do. I I can't because once the other neighbors on either side of me do it, I I have a lot of guilt over that. So I do it.
3: Uh, From the text line, who in Johnson County actually rakes their leaves? I thought you guys paid people to do everything.
2: No. And Roland Park, man, that is the gold standard. You rake them into the street. Oh, my God. And this big sucker leafer trucker thing comes by and sucks them up.
3: And they turn it into mulch. Oh, my God. It's brilliant.
2: Why does every city in Kansas City not do what Roland Park does? Because it's not the raking that bothers me. It's the bagging. I don't mind raking. Right. I'd rake it right so on down to that in, curb. In, in Roland Park,
3: and I think Roland Park, and I there's one other city that does it, and I can't remember who else does it. Where you can put your leaves in the street. Yeah. Right? And they do it three times a year. Yep. And I used to brag about this all the time when I lived in Roland Park. Um, And they would come by three times a year with this gigantic truck. With this... It's got like
2: a vacuum hose on the end of it.
3: And it would literally just suck up the leaves right off the curb. It would take it to the city um, mulching area for lack of a better term, and they would turn your leaves into mulch. Why doesn't every city do that?
2: Uh, They should, number one. And number two, I'm wondering if you can actually hire a company where what you say is, I will rake it all the way down. Because the other thing is, my front yard slopes down toward the street. I'll rake it all down to the curb, and then why can't you hire someone with, with a truck to come suck it up? That's a brilliant business idea.
3: 913-586-7798. 586-7798. She is Dana Wright. He is Quentin. Sam returns on Monday. He is at the Holiday Boutique. For those of you who are headed to the Holiday Boutique tonight or tomorrow or this weekend, make sure that you say hi to Sam. Also, make sure you go to our website, KMBZ.com. We are taking donations for Coats for Kids, and the uh, icon that you click on, uh, we'll take you to a safe and secure website where you can make your donation or just text in kmbz coats to 44321 kmbz coats to 44321 and a huge thanks to our partners at Pinnacle Bank for their continued support with coats for kids So over the years on this program Dane and I have told you that she believes, I don't, although my opinion has now changed, that your computers or your phones mm-hmm. listen to you, mm-hmm. and if you say something,
4: mm-hmm.
3: they will put it on your social media. Correct. So it was about two or three weeks ago, if you'll recall, this was PR, mm-hmm. so post-rehab, Yep, that you mentioned to me that... Coming up for Christmas, mm-hmm. you had put in a request for a bird buddy.
2: <laughs> Do not tell me they're pitching you for a bird buddy.
3: <laughs> so for those of you who are not aware, a bird buddy is a its a birdhouse. That's
2: well, a birder's best friend, really.
3: It really is. Get right down it, to it. I mean, if you're a birder, the bird buddy is your best friend. And what the bird buddy is, is it's a bird house with a camera. And so when a bird comes to your bird house, if you're a birder, mm-hmm. you want to see the bird that comes to the bird house. Yep. Nonstop
2: <laughs> For the last three weeks. On my Facebook. Yeah. It wants you to buy the bird buddy.
3: Mm-hmm. And here is a bird. Yeah. You can see it right there. Dirt,
2: dirt, dirt. They come to eat. They are dumber than dirt. Yeah. It takes a picture. It sends it to your cell phone, which is problematic for me because I have a tough time paying attention anyway. And I said to myself, I really want this for Christmas. I think it's hilarious. And I believe it was Jason Nivens that said, are you sure that's a good idea during the body of the program that your phone is going to be dinging at random times of the day? Sending you photos of birds from your house. And I said, yes, I think it is a fantastic idea. And Chris said to me, are you serious? You really want one of these things? You want a bird buddy? I really do. I really do. If I know anything about my husband, he, you know, he.
3: It's already, it's already. probably,
2: Yeah. He. Yeah. He asked me very honestly every year. What do you want? And you said, I want a bird. Buddy. I want a bird buddy. He goes, are you serious about that? Like you really? And I go, yeah, I am absolutely serious.
3: Angela on line two. I want you to rake
2: my leaves, and I want a bird buddy. Hello, Angela. Hi, Angela.
4: Hello. Hi. I'm now afraid that a bird buddy's going to pop up on my phone since I was on hold listening. <laughs> yep, you will. You're welcome. <laughs> there is a company that will come suck the leaves um, in the KC metro area right from the street. I like love it. Said. I'm in. Yes. I will. I don't know how, what the rules are on saying it on the air, so... Well, is well, it is it no, super say, expensive? Say
2: the name. Well, real quick, is it super expensive? Like, is it a hundred bucks or is it like twenty bucks? No, it's
4: like it's less than a hundred. I mean, of course, depending on how long your front yard is and yeah. things. It's Evergreen. It's a local Wyandotte County company, uh, family owned. I'm in.
2: Ever Evergreen is the name of the company. Evergreen Turf.
4: Yes, yes. I'm in because
2: I like the raking, Angela. I'll put earbuds in and rock out with with some Taylor Swift on with my girls. And it's the bagging I don't like. I like the raking. I'm happy to rake it right on down to the curb and have them come suck
4: it up. Yes, just in a straight line. They just come drive by and send I'm you in.
2: Know. I'm in.
3: And all you have to do is put your leaves on the curb.
4: All you have to do is straight, uh, yes, Get to the end, just like she said. A vacuum hose. They suck it in. Okay. Leaf sucker upper people. I'm putting uh, them uh, ever,
3: my... evergreen turf management. I'm in
2: LLC KCK. I'm in. They're
3: currently closed. They open at nine o'clock tomorrow morning
2: leave sucker people it is
3: on my list gary in independence gary good afternoon hello hello scott hey Hi. just had to do this first time caller love your show
0: this leave situation it's real easy you just mow them
3: mow That's, the leaves over yeah yeah yeah. You, you don't you don't have to have a mulch or more i don't have a mulch or more i just mow them towards in towards each other you know not into your neighbor yard scott Uh, And just you just mow mow them up, and they magically disappear. And it's great for your lawn. All right, Gary. Not a bad idea, Gary. Thank you, man. Uh, From the text line fifty nine eighty six writes, I just realized the reason that I love your show. You guys are the radio version of Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) You should see me
2: dance. I
3: dance like Elaine too. Listening to the leaf raking episode on this show is so
2: Seinfeld. You're welcome.
3: Uh, by the way, Westwood is the other leaf sucking. I city. knew it.
2: It's Final Westwood. Our Thursday drive still some oh, problems. love me some major miles. He's in a salty mood today. By the way,
3: Joe in Overland Park. Joe, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, good
1: afternoon. Nobody wants to live in Westwood anyway.
2: But that's oh,
3: no, 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 love no, Westwood. No, that's not fair. Westwood is a beautiful city.
1: Well, anyway, I love you guys,
4: Dana and Scott. You're fantastic. But Dana, you don't mow your own lawn, do you?
2: Don't you have a guy? Chris is the mower in the family. Good. Oh, wow! I can't believe it. Cause I got a guy that comes and he mows my lawn,
3: but he also just mows over the leaf. Just mows and mows and mows and mows a couple times around,
2: mulches the heck out of him. <laughs> gone. And I have him come out and do it a couple times during the uh, the leaf season. You know, Joe, I, I would have to ask my husband. You know, our grass is kind of dormant now. We haven't mowed in a while. We've got what is that grass called that turns? Well, dead. Fescue? Uh, yeah, whatever it is that, like, it's green, 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 and then it turns to, like, white. And then it's just dead. That's fescue. Okay, we must have fescue. So it doesn't grow. We haven't mowed in a while.
3: Your leaves stop falling?
2: No, they're still falling. Hmm.
3: T.O. Lamb. <laughs> How
4: you doing? Hi. T-O-Lan. Well, Tiolan, welcome on in. Thank you. So like I I believe in being a good neighbor. So if you're a good neighbor, you're going to take care of your yard. Yep. And and if your neighbor needs help, you'll take care of theirs too. Um my mom has always kept the manicured lawn or uh, her next-door neighbor put in some trees. Now my mom used to do um landscape and and gardening. As a living, and when he went to put these trees in, um, when he moved in and he was redoing everything, including the lawn. Yeah. Um. He decided to put in gum trees. Oh, I oh, hate I, those see, sweet th- th- those gum are, tree balls. Sweet gums
3: are the worst. Hey, we. Hey, sorry, TLN, We got to run on behalf of our producer today, the finest man in these United States. I Quintin. hate those
2: things. My, you ever stepped
3: on one of those? Yes. Oh, they're like paid- a round Lego. <laughs> okay. My good friend and co host Dana Wright, my name is Scott Parks, and God willing, we're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe, be well, and be good.
2: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at (sighs)
0: KMBZ.com. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.
1: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies See T-Mobile.com.
6: All-Star closer Kenley Jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time